guys welcome to the first episode of season 2 of tell me more firstly i'd like to thank all my listeners for being so supportive for removing your valuable time to listen to this podcast and for this community who's growing one step at a time it's because of y'all that tell me more was in the top 15% most shared globally on spotify and i couldn't be more grateful for all your support for everyone who's been there from the start You know that it was a big step for me to start this particular podcast and I was really really nervous and scared but all your support has made me feel so confident and makes me enjoy the entire process. And as I had promised before, Tell Me More would now have guest speakers and I'm so glad to introduce to you our first speaker, Urmi Hussain. Now you're going to wonder who Urmi is and uh, you definitely want to know something about her. So a little about Urmi. That Urmi is from uh, Italy. She currently resides in Canada. She has more than five years of work experience in the financial industry, with a background in honors in finance, and is currently pursuing her CFA designation. She has a blog that goes by the name of My Ways, which is a female-focused platform to empower girls and women to take control of every aspect of their lives. Not only is Urmi the author of the book. discovering your identity a rebirth from interracial struggle but she also teaches finance to girls and women during her free time but more than that urmi has a unique story to tell her story is an inspiration to everyone who is struggling with their identity we're so glad to have you out here urmi i know i've already spoken about your educational qualifications but i would like our listeners to know something more about you so urmi please let them know about who you are and whatever you would like to share with them i would say that i want your listeners to know that they're not alone in whatever struggle they are going through especially when it comes to uh finding yourself in some sort of like finding your cultural identity because this is what was throughout my time and the reason why i decided to you know come out now now to the world was because i know that in this world there are other people going through the same struggle as me and and through my book through my blog through the story that i'm sharing this is what my goal was is that i want other people to know that you know you're not alone in whatever journey you're struggling there are other people similar like you basically so that was i would say my main goal when i first decided to write my book i decided to get out there with my blog with my youtube channel and so forth I agree. I know that there are a lot of people who are going through identity crisis. Um they feel like they don't fit in somewhere and they're trying really hard to fit in and it's it is definitely a struggle. But when it comes to you Ermi, what do you think were your biggest struggles growing up? I would say it was just fitting in. This is what I struggled the most. Like I was never I would say I was never fitting in into the western society in the western culture which was the italian culture but at the same time I was not even fitting in my own like parents culture which was the bengali one so I really struggled with that because I was born and raised in italy my parents are from bangladesh I went my whole life to school in italian all my friends were italian but I was very much aware that you know I'm not italian because I don't look like them I like my mother tongue was an italian you know But then when I would be back home I also felt that I didn't really feel I was too much Bengali either because I just had 
you know, so much of that influence in Italian culture around me that I felt like I also struggled fitting in, in my own household because my mentality was a bit different. I was almost clashing with what my parents were thinking and I was thinking. So I really struggled fitting in. You know, I I always felt like, a, like I was an outsider, like I never belonged to any of the worlds. And this is where I struggled the most. And I would say that I tried to like numb this feeling for many, many years that I was like, you know what, it's probably like something that is just temporary. It will probably just go away. But as I grew up, I started to realize that this was becoming an issue and more of an issue, especially after I moved to Canada, where people would ask me where I was from. And I always struggled with giving them an answer because I was like, I don't know what to answer them. They say I'm Begali, do I say I'm Italian? And I actually, people would question no matter what answer I would give them. Like if I would say I'm an Italian, I'm like, I'm Italian. People would question it because they would see how I would look. But if I would say Bengali, people would question it regardless because they would say I did not have uh, like I had this uh, Italian accent when I would speak in English and I would say that this was like something that was very it was still like haunting me it was haunting me for many many years especially now like in my in my 20s in my late 20s it was haunting me and then I was like okay like I don't have to give an explanation to anyone about this I'm just gonna like create my own world I don't need to fit anywhere I can just create my own box where I just have to make sure that I'm fitting in so basically yeah yeah I feel it's very upsetting because people have put people in these boxes there are certain uh you know preconceived notions that have been created or certain perceptions that are there and uh it's a lot of pressure when you are from a particular faith or from a particular cultural group or any groups that have been created by society to you know be able to act in the way that is acceptable to the people of that society and a lot of people feel very disoriented. They feel like they don't belong anywhere. They feel alone because probably the you know circle that they belong to does not think the way they do or they do not feel uh, they are understood. And it is definitely a struggle for a lot of people. And when it comes to you, Urmi, how did you manage to discover your identity? Because there are a lot of people who still are trying to fit in. There are a lot of people who are trying to be accepted by people around them. And for them to figure out how, uh, you know, you managed to figure out your identity would really help them understand how they could understand their own identity. How did they manage it? I think... Um a work in progress I think I was unconsciously working towards it and I don't think it was like it wasn't anything that just happened overnight actually it was me talking to myself and one the more I talked about it the more I talked to other people especially people that had my similar uh, ethnic background I came to conclusion that really there are other people struggling the same way so I think it was more about me working and just following what I wanted to do in my life and just doing what I wanted to to do like I just started to pursue my passions, you know, volunteering, doing public speaking, writing my book, getting out there with my with my blog. That was probably like the biggest, and I would say the toughest step is to have a blog where I tell my story because I was not comfortable with this, and it just empowered me. And I realized that you know, as much as like I struggle a lot with both cultures, I still appreciate both culture, and I came to like embrace both both of them because you know I love eating like past I love my Italian friends I love you know because I feel like there is this side of me that comes out which is very Italian when I'm like with my Italian friends or with my Italian community but at the same time I also know that I do belong to the Bengali culture and which I also 
you know because we have like good food we have like good values we have nice dresses and stuff like that and so I started to embrace both of them and this is where I started to tell people that I am Italian by birth and I'm Bengali by blood and I do like to specify that like I do emphasize on this because I don't like to say I'm either one I want to say that I'm both of them because I do think the both of them uh, like represent me 100% and I feel like if I just say I'm one I'm not saying half of the other story which is still a big part of my identity so to say that like just this is to say that it took me a while but I think it was a work that I was already unconsciously doing it and I think the little things that I did they just gave me the confidence I agree because uh, when I was younger I struggled with my identity way too much because uh, my family culture was different my um, school culture was very different and it was always a clash because I felt like I never fit in and uh, I was always groveling to explain you know what were the things that like I like doing and I used to go ahead and do a lot of things that I disliked and when I actually started realizing who I am and what I like doing it started becoming really difficult to explain to people that I'm not going to be able to do the same things that I used to do before and uh, it did start you know affecting me in different ways but I just focused on doing what I wanted to do um, whatever made me happy whether it was being alone and you know reading a book or it was going around and traveling or not doing what the people around me were doing it made me happy eventually in the start it was very difficult no, no doubt because it feels completely different you are moving away from your normal pattern and you're trying to adapt to this new uh, pattern that you have okay that you've just realized that you like and um, it was very difficult so I just want to ask you that when you know you were trying to shape find your identity and you did find your identity do you think it changed your life's narrative ahead of that it does I think it does a lot uh, like I, I think the decisions that you make and the choices that you make, it's always related to, you know, how you, but I think at the same time, you know, it's like, yes, your identity does play a big part of it because, you know, um, you know, who you are and who you feel you are, you know, just plays a big part. But I think at the same time, it's more about how to, how you feel inside and, you know, the decision that you make, the choices that, that you make, as long as I think you're honest with yourself and you're living your life authentically, I think that's what will shape your life. And so, yes, identity is important, but at the same time, it's like you mentioned, like, we shouldn't label someone, we shouldn't put them in a box, we shouldn't like stereotype them, we should choose someone, we should be someone just because of who we are and how we feel inside and I think that's the most important part I would say um because I did realize you know like even when it comes to like religion sometimes we label people because of religion but not everyone is the same like let's be real about it just because someone follows a certain faith it doesn't mean that they're all the same way it just comes from who you are as a person who is your inner side and it comes from your inner beauty and so I think that's more what defines like your life I would say yeah you know, when you, as you mentioned, when you uh, think about faith, okay, and uh, your identity related to that and how people perceive you, it's 
or again a very difficult space to be in because i don't really understand how people can differentiate you or how people can act differently when you belong to a particular faith um when it comes to faith it's just a way of living like a person's personal choice of how they want to live their life and faith actually does make your life a little more easier because um every faith that is there in the world it gives you like this um book kind of like a guide book that how you could lead your life it's kind of a pillar to move forward with and um, when it comes to every faith in the world again okay it's come boils down to this one simple thing that right is right and wrong is wrong and that is something that my father um at a very early age instilled into me that no matter which faith it is and no matter what you follow and what you do in life um if it is right okay go ahead with it and if it is wrong definitely don't go ahead with it and uh, if you do good in this world good is going to come back to you if you do bad bad is going to come back to you and i believe that every faith in this world okay follows exactly that so discrimination on the basis of that is just irrelevant it's literally irrelevant and anyway, what were your struggles as a brown girl in italy and you know whatever you went through how did it affect your life choices eventually you know what i i did struggle a lot in like in little things and th- things that people just take for granted you know like um like i remember for instance my parents were so against me going out a certain time going out in the afternoon where you know people af- after school would get together they would go for ice cream or they would just go to someone's house and do homework together this work for instance some things that people they just take for granted and they think like why can i not do it but for me it was forbidden for instance i could not do it because there was this perception that you know that i could do something wrong that i could have bad influence even though i was simply going to do like homework with a friend so that was one thing that i never like i never actually asked to go out because i the one time that i did i was asked so many questions i was asked who would be around so i I knew that there was a perception, you know, like no matter how good I was, no matter how innocent I was, no matter what, it was still this perception, especially because of the concern that what will people say if they see you doing some some things, even though you're not doing anything, you know? So for instance, like I would never go to my friend's house because of this perception or, you know, going out to, 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 to watch a movie, I would never do it dressing a certain way I would never do it because of course if people see you dressed in a certain way maybe you're even comfortable with that it was still not okay um, let's say dating a guy which was like a big no you know it was still like like I would still not do it because they were so against this so a lot of the things that I did was mostly because I had to you know be careful of the community the reputation that if something just went out there I would be in trouble so I would say that I didn't I I would say I never had that type typical teenage life that I wish I had um, I would mostly spend my time at home literally like I would go from school uh, to home from home to school and then I would be basically at home for the whole afternoon which I still didn't mind you know because I enjoyed studying but I wish that I I was given that freedom that I was never given and I feel like it was something that I had to like it was a trauma for me not being able to have that sort of freedom and it was hard for me to even explain it to my Italian friends because for them it was normal you know like it's normal for me to hang out with my friends why can you not do it so for them too it was me educating them about these things that I was uh, like forbidden and so I would say that that really had a big impact in my life and when I think about it like 
retrospectively, like I wish I did things differently, but I think that at least it gave me a little bit of awareness of how I was, you know, brought up. It was probably not the best way to, 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 to basically to, it wasn't the best way for me to, to grow up basically. I can resonate with that because while growing up, the culture that I had around me at home was completely different to what I had around me outside. And to explain to my peers that, uh, you know, certain things were not acceptable by my family or certain things were not acceptable by the culture that I was brought up in was very difficult because they couldn't wrap their head around, you know, the entire or difference they for things that were completely normal for them and completely normal for their families was completely not normal for me and uh, I eventually started cutting myself off I started you know secluding myself and uh, it did affect me no doubt because I always felt like I was left out I was not included I was losing on to experiences that kids of my age were going through and I felt very lonely also which affected me in my adulthood too but at the same time the things i used to do at that point of time which were my coping mechanisms or you know things that i did for distraction it helped me build these skills that i could use later on it gave me a perspective that uh, probably other people of my generation couldn't have and i don't regret those things because i feel like everything plays out you know at a particular time in your life but i do realize that there are a lot of people who are going through this and it's also very difficult and very embarrassing at times to explain why you cannot do certain things that people around you are doing it makes you for me at least i had a very tough time uh socializing with people later on because i knew that i wouldn't be able to you know go for certain things that they would call me uh for and it would always keep me out of the loop so i used to just you know cut myself off i wouldn't make friends because i didn't want to go ahead and explain to them why i cannot be present at this this place and it was definitely hard so when you think about today's generation what do you think is the biggest struggle uh, related to identity that they are facing today? You know what? It's the, this concept of uh, performing to fit in. So basically, I think this is what people struggle with because society says that you have to do certain things which, has, which are considered normal. But to be honest, there's no such thing as normality. Like society shouldn't di dictate your life and you shouldn't be performing just to fit in but you should be performing just to be you so things like you know like this is what a married woman should do this is what the daughter should do this is what a husband should do this is what my like, sister should do but who says that this sh should be the same like this should be the way to do things and this is where sometimes I feel like we're doing things just to please people but we're not doing them because it's aligned with ourselves it's aligned with our values and sometimes it comes with this whole concept of like not having boundaries not reinforcing boundaries which is which is which becomes toxic and it just affects who you are as a person and I think it goes back again to being true to yourself and being honest to yourself that is this what I want or this is what people want me to do because it's aligned with our values or it's because we're just making them happy and it goes it goes to with this whole concept that we're never putting boundaries we're not enforcing boundaries and we do things just to please people and I think people tend to suffer a lot from this because it goes to affect who you are as a person uh, it goes to affect your mental health and you you start suffering when you're not living your true self and I think this is the whole issue is that sometimes we perform to fit in into the society to fill in a box to fill in a role but we never perform to be who we truly are and I think that's where 
I would say 99.9% of the society is struggling with. Um, I think what people struggle the most with is that we perform to fit in, but we don't perform to be ourselves. And sometimes, you know, like there is this expectation that, you know, if you are if you're married, you have to be a certain way. Um, you have to perform a certain way for a wife, if you're the daughter, if you're the sister. And there's like people have this expectation that if you're this, you have to do this. But it, it's written nowhere that this is how we have to behave. And sometimes I feel like we live our life because it's based on what the society thinks and we lead our life based on what is dictated by the society. And I think this is where people struggle the most because we are always trying to fit in. We're always trying to please people. We are doing things because it's more aligned. It, we do things because we want to please people because we want to make them happy. But really, let's be honest to ourselves. Are we doing this? Yeah, and what people don't realize is that when you're living for somebody else, if you've not identified who you are, and you're living for somebody else, you spend time doing all of these things for other people because you probably want to fit in or you want to be accepted by people, you don't want to be lonely. And at the end of the day, you end up feeling unsatisfied. You feel like you've not done enough because you're doing something that is, you know, aligning with somebody else's dreams, somebody else's lifestyle, somebody else's way of, you know, finding happiness. And it's always going to leave you feeling unsatisfactory. So when it comes to not living according to society, it doesn't really just mean a particular person in your life or let's say your parents or your friends. It's just everybody around you. It could be even that you yourself, okay, are not, um, you know, helping yourself feel satisfactory. You think that you like something and you have just, you know, made up your mind that, hey, listen, I am going to only like X, Y, Z thing and I'm not going to try out other things. It's always going to keep you feeling unsatisfactory because you're not tried out other things that would make you feel satisfactory. And when um, I say this, this is probably going to be the last thing that I'm going to ask you today. Uh, Urmi, for you, uh, what is that one piece of advice that you've either gotten or you have, uh, you know, uh, heard from somewhere, you've read it that you would never, ever forget? I was giving this advice from one of my closest friends and basically I had to make a decision between some job offers and um and she told me like when you make a decision make a decision based on what will bring you closer to your true self and I felt that was probably one of the best and most beautiful advice that I ever got and I've I've been doing been doing I've been making the decision based on this basically it's when you're choosing when you're making a decision, don't base it on okay, what will people say, what will people think, but think about, okay, is this going to make me a true and whole person at the end? And I think that when we make a decision based on like, like being our true self, it will really be the guide or the path towards who you're meant to be at the end of the journey that we call life. And um, and that's how I've been making a lot of my decision. And I think at the end, you just want to be honest to yourself. You want to really just do things that are more authentic to you that makes you your authentic self. And I, I do want to share this with your audience too. Like when you're ever, you're making a decision, just make a decision based on what will bring you closer to your true self. That's really true. I've been following that in my life and um, I've been doing things that make me happier and make me feel more complete but uh, there are a lot of people who are not that privileged and they cannot really uh, stand up against certain people in their life and they cannot take a decision because um, of whatever trauma they've been through in the past 
so for people like those like that i would just like to say that um if you do know that what you want to do and you definitely know that it's something that's going to be good for you you need to realize that the people who are the closest to you would definitely want to ha- see you succeed they would want to see you happy and they would love you for who you are and uh, instead of being uh, rude about it or instead of you know choosing a corrosive path to put forward your point you can definitely sit them through you can explain to them that why this particular path is right for you or you know doing this particular thing would be good for you and uh, there would definitely be an answer to any of your struggles that you're going through and uh, saying that having said that sorry i would like to tell, ask urmi if she would want to add anything if she wants you all to know anything more about her so urmi you can definitely tell my audience what you know where they could find you where they could find your book and uh, other resources that are related to you well people can add me if they want to um on instagram i do have an instagram ac- account which is called urmi neo uh they're more than welcome to also buy my book which is called discovering your identity a rebirth from interracial struggle and it's available on, on amazon um i do have a linkedin account which is called urmi hosain i also have a youtube channel which is called urmi hosain and i also have created my first italian course where i'm like next questions in italian to people and that is also available on um on teachable so people are more than welcome to buy it thank you so much for me for your valuable time and to come here and speak to my listeners to share your amazing journey and uh, how about how you found your identity and this has been truly a great experience and i hope that you could come back out here and you know talk about more topics like this so for everyone who is listening this i'm going to be attaching the links to all the places that you could connect uh, with urmi along with that uh, her link for uh, her amazon book and um, definitely go check her out she's an amazing woman who is doing amazing things and i hope you loved this episode and i you know i hope you could share it on your socials and if you do want to get back to me regarding something that you heard in this uh, particular episode or you want to give some sort of feedback definitely do get in touch so have a great day and bye